Leary. Where are you at, son? No show. What's your excuse? I'm in the middle of a hurricane. You can hear it in the fucking background. I still showed face. Come on. Come on. Gutless. Gutless, O'Leary. You should have showed up. You should have showed up today. It's Derby Day. Derby Weekend. Premier Pep Talk. Episode number seven. Lucky number. Let's get into the shits. Let's do it. Let's do it. Big weekend. I'm pumped up. Two weeks of the shit international break where I had to watch Garrett Southgate shove fucking Harry Maguire down our throats. No homo. I had to watch that disaster class from Harry Maguire giving away penalties, chopping dudes' legs off. What the fuck was that? England relegated. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, first off, I hope O'Leary's drinking some tea. I hope he's getting some tea. Resting. His voice went. He was practicing in the mirror. What are you going to say to you? Threw his voice out. I mean, in all honesty, like, as long as he just comes with some logic, and, I mean, it's a friendly atmosphere. He just can't be coming out here just saying some out, outrageous shit. Like, you know, Anthony's a better player than Julian Alvarez or some shit like that, you know? like uh, He probably would say that. But what we're going to do is we're going to record this. The show must go on. We don't slow down and pick up stragglers. You're straggling. You got to catch up to this bandwagon, motherfucker. Big facts. And we'll let you back on. So we might record, as we said in the last episode, we had a guest. The guest threw out his voice. Something happened. We don't know. But we're going to try to get him back on for maybe like a 30-minute special edition episode just to preview the Manchester Derby. We got a City fan here. He's a United fan. So that was the plan. Hopefully we can get him back on in all honesty. You know, we're just we're just busting his balls a little bit, but hopefully we can get him back on. If he knows yeah. shows next, then we'll really lay into him. We'll really well, we'll really we'll really give him it. Yeah, I, I got a feeling like I, I think I sent it to you in a text. If they slap if City somehow gets slapped, I have a feeling that come Monday he'll be ready to chop it up. So depending on how the match goes, right? He'll be ready for a Sunday episode. Yeah, exactly. Emergency pot is what he's going to ask for. State yeah. of city. <laughs> but anyway, we got a big weekend. International break. What were your thoughts over the last two weeks? England relegated. <laughs> FIFA drops. Uh, your boy got engaged. A lot, a lot, hey, a lot hey, 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 hey. Hurricane smashing into Florida. Hey, yeah, congrats. I'm glad you had to actually get it out there because I was trying to keep that you know, low key until you wanted to, but yeah, congratulations. Obviously you sent the pick. That's dope. I think you did it class. Uh, that's me and my wife always kind of look back and kind of our friends and family and shit want to see how they get creative and do it. And we've seen so many different ways. So, I mean, obviously you can talk more into that if you want to, but I thought that was dope. Congrats. Uh, yeah, FIFA dropped. Uh, I'm a professional gamer for the, probably the next two to three months. Um, I'm going to, I'm all over it. Like mentally. I'm, I saw you log in at like one thirty last night. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't get off for for the last two nights. For the last two nights, I've been going to bed at two two a.m. I have seen two a.m. on my phone, and uh, yeah, it's it's super exciting. Starting the club, getting everything right. I mean, I don't want to make it a FIFA pod, but it's it's pretty fun right now. Um, the Nations League. Uh, my first premise is I don't give a fuck. Um, my second premise is. If I don't give a fuck, all I ask is now nobody get hurt from everyone. 
because I don't want enemies and 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 rivalries to to use it as excuses for things that may go on. Um, I'm happy Akanji played well. I'm disappointed that Roberto Martinez has not been tried for some sort of labor laws against what he's doing uh, against City and with Kevin De Bruyne. It's absolutely insane. John Stones got hurt. Just another reason to hate Gareth Southgate. Um, and, you know, it's it's whatever. I, I There were some good games. There were some entertaining games. You put me on the England-Germany game. I didn't get a chance to see it. I was I was occupied with family myself. Uh, but, yeah, I, I saw the highlights. I thought that, that game was really, you know, entertaining. So it's, 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 it's really fucked up how we don't want these games, but when we do get them in front of us, the natural fan in us cannot ref, refuse a quality matchup, you know? So I don't know what to really think about it. I think Team USA is really happy that England got relegated because it kind of took a li- the limelight off their two atrocious performances. Oh, completely yeah, slapped up. Completely yeah. slapped up by, uh, what was it, Japan? Yeah, completely yeah. slapped up by Japan. Tommy Asu doing work at center back there. Arsenal boy, gooner for life. Uh, but, yeah, they were they were awful. Not one shot on goal. And then yesterday, I didn't watch the whole game. It was just background noise for me. But another zero goal performance from USA. And them in England, England at least can say, hey, we had a good game against Germany. We put in three goals in the back of the net in the second half. We can feel good about something. USA has nothing to feel good about. Gio Reyna hurt. Weston McKenney, he played, but he looks like he don't want to even be there. Pulisic hurt. They're going into the World Cup in fucking shambles. And it's going to be a disgrace with the talent they have compared to the World Cup in 2014 when they made it to the knockout rounds and lost to Germany. Yeah, I mean they have twice as much talent as that. Arguably three much as more, uh, three much, three times as much talent as that team. Yeah, and if you ask me right now, um, they're not going to make it out of the group. They're not, uh, from what I've seen. Just awful, awful USA performance. So. England was bad, but USA was worse, and nobody's talking about it really. All, all the focus is on – everybody's laughing at England getting relegated, but USA looks twice as worse, and that's pretty bad because England yeah. hasn't looked good besides the second half in the Germany game. I, I definitely think that both countries right now are kind of in, from the inside scratching their heads, but they don't want to say it on the outside, um, mainly because – there were a lot of names we were questioning going into it as to why these names were brought on. Um, Harry Maguire? Dude, he looked fucking horrible. Can, can like, I, I, I was really hoping for O'Leary because I was, I had it written down. We, we, ha- we have to have a conversation about that man. I'm worried about him. Somebody, somebody's got to check that man and his family because how, What's going on? He is abismal. How he? Yeah, I'm so thankful, worse. dude. It's really, really bad. I mean, he's got to be lacking confidence. I mean, they they, they got to do something to him. But yeah. So it, it, the other premise is this that that I'm really kind of bothered by, and it's the notion that I think sometimes international managers have a tendency to overthink and try to do these things of like trying to like teach 
when you don't have the time to do that, bro. Your philosophy is more of what are they doing at their respective clubs that all have the, the, the commonalities? What are all of these clubs have tendencies wise that we can duplicate here so that we can just acclimate all of these players differently, just more in a, in a, in a, in a unified system. And Mm -hmm. you take, you go to these practices, you watch some of these drills, you see what they're doing, and then you implement it back. You don't go into it from an international perspective and say, I'm this manager and this is how we play. This is my, you don't have the time, bro. It's not, you're not that guy. The best international managers Get their players and just let them be them based on what they're doing. You think it's hard for Tito down there in Brazil with with the form that Neymar's in? Look, Paquete looked like an absolute genius the other night. Have you seen that in the Prem? David Moyes, I'm looking at you, my guy. Why can't you get the most out of him? But look at him down in this country. He looks so natural. You got some of these. You got still mad these- at Moyes. Yeah, man, he's he's got me hot, bro. He's fucked my season up to start it. We're we're what match day nine, okay? And West Ham, not in, not even listed on my spreadsheet for the match day because they're not even the top seven. It's embarrassing. It's a joke. But uh, yeah, I just think some of these international managers try to do a little too much, and I don't like that shit. Too conservative, in my opinion. They do too much in the sense that. Southgate is like trying to pick people based on how they play for him. When, if we're being real, they're playing every two months for him. Sometimes once a month, twice a month. So you have to go by form. I mean, it's dinosaur tactics from Southgate playing five out the back with two fucking deep lying midfielders. I mean, it's just, there's no attack. You have Harry Kane constantly dropping back to play the 10 because that's the only way they're going to create anything because the tactics are poor, really poor. Yeah. There's too many touches being taken, and that's coming from instruction by the manager. And and finally, in the second half of the Germany game, they were more direct, and they looked like yeah. a completely different team. Defensively, yeah, they, they were they were terrible because the, the fridge was back there and gave away two goals himself. <laughs> and then, <laughs> seriously. But yeah. um, they, they finally, finally were more direct. They're throwing it, passing it in the box and popping shots. And what do you know? You got three fucking goals. and mm-hmm. Two goals and a penalty. Uh, a yeah. penalty goal. I mean. That Mason Mount goal. Uh, Mason Mount. Oh, hello. I mean, I hate Chelsea. But yeah, seriously. That, that on looks, the other side. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was a beautiful shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising at all. Saka came on. And he changed the game. He came on and, and was direct. He took it to them, and he was involved in all three goals. He had a breakaway, too, but he couldn't put it away. It was a decent save, to be fair. But, um, yeah, it was just, I mean, just I, I hate the tactics by Southgate, and it's even worse from the USA coach, Berhalter, or whatever the hell his name is. Um, yeah. Just just crap, crap international football. Other than that, I honestly didn't watch too many other games. I was pretty busy, you know doing big things out in New York and then getting ready for this hurricane and shit. But yeah, let's talk about the big, big weekend. The weekend we've been waiting for for a long time. The queen died. So we've really been, been, uh, 
we've really been held back from Premier League football. We really had one weekend where it wasn't even all the matches. Some of those were postponed. So we've pretty much gone a month without serious Premier League football. We had to watch yep. terrible football from England and USA. But uh, we'll move on from that. And it's a big weekend. Match week number nine. We got two two big matchups that are primarily going to take up most of our time here. And we'll talk about things in the City United game from more of a Man City point of view because we're going to hope that O'Leary comes on and pleads his case for why Manchester United should be respected. Um, we're hoping he, we get a special episode out of that. So, But the other one, of course, is the North London Derby, and that kicks off the weekend, Saturday, 7.30 a.m. U.S. time, 12.30 a.m. U.K. time. That's the big one, one of the two big ones. But for me, I mean, for me, Man City, Man United, it's a rivalry. But it ain't North London Derby rivalry. Do you agree with me on that? Yeah, the his the history of Arsenal Spurs, um, and how clubs were formed. Really, the hatred. I mean, it, it's it's real. It's really in there. Man, Man Manchester Derby, the Derby, Derby. Yeah, I mean, for 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 Manchester, I think it's more of like you know. Alex Ferguson doing the whole noisy neighbors thing and really just kind of not really taking the club serious. And it was always kind of a separate entity. So you guys have it more of kind of ingrained your hit the histories there like so much. So I would agree that Arsenal Spurs is a lot more fiery, a lot more hatred as opposed to city United for sure. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, they're both going to be good games, so I have a little more invested in it. So I think this is probably a better game because both teams are near the top of the table. Arsenal first, Spurs third, right behind Manchester City. So this is the bigger game of the weekend, and it's the first game of the weekend. It's going to kick things off, and, man, I'm going to be up at 7. I'm usually not a morning person. It takes me a while to get going. Once I get up, throw on my Arsenal kit, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be fired up. I'm going to be ready for this shit, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is going to be a huge game, and we'll start talking about it right about now. As a neutral, what's your perspective on this game? Who wins? Who's it mean more for? Will Antonio Conte's wig stay on for 90 minutes? Break it down for us. Yeah, I'm I'm amped about this game. I really do think as much as I, I think the Derby's going to be a little bit more boring um, compared to Arsenal Spurs. I think Arsenal Spurs is just going – Arsenal are going to be going for it. Um, it's at the Emirates, right? At the Emirates. Yep, that's what I thought. So I do have it uh, straight here. Yeah. So at the Emirates, I think uh, Miguel is going to be trying to do his thing. As a neutral, I am one thousand percent getting up, going to be watching this like it's the best game of the weekend in any sport. Um, that even includes American football. Uh. I- <sighs> I got Arsenal winning because I think it's time that Conte and the tactics catch up to him. Um, I think it's important to note the players in form that played well while they were at their country. Uh, so I'm kind of looking at you with Charleston, kind of scored some goals. Um, I'm kind of looking at you, uh, Saliba, um, although France didn't necessarily play too well. Um, I think I saw his stat line and it wasn't too bad, um, but he was limited. I think he came off. 
Um, so that's going to be kind of an important factor for all the games in the weekend as we kind of go through the predictions. And I have the stats updated for for where we're at currently. You're up one point twenty one to twenty going into the weekend. Um, yeah, as a neutral, I'm amped for this game. I got Arsenal winning it overall. Uh, it's going to be a fight. I got Mikel and Conte at some point getting face to face. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a shout to be had for some uh, number of cards prop bet on this one. Yeah. And we'll think about it at the end because, yeah, there's a lot of feisty people involved. Richarlison, Jaka, um, what's the center back? Romero. Romero. Uh, you know, Gabriel can get fiery. Ramsdale gets fiery. Hoiberg gets fiery. So yeah, there's gonna Chaka. be a, there's gonna be yeah. I already said Jaka. Pay attention, yeah. right? Pay attention, buddy. <laughs> my, my bad. I, th- I I try to look out for him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of fire on both sides. It's gonna be hyped. This is a huge North London derby. Both teams at the top of the table. I'm gonna break this down from a more tactical standpoint. I think Arsenal. They always the home team. You have to favor in this one, right? Mm-hmm. Always have to favor the home team. Arsenal's at home. You got to go with them. They're they're on good form. They just battered Brentford, dominated that game. Like I said, it was that was their best performance of the season. And I honestly think, because you know what Conte's game plan is going to be, it's no fucking secret. It's going to sit back and try to catch you on a counter. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Fortunately for them, they have Harry Kane, Son, Richarlison, and Kulisevsky. That's why it's so effective because they have those four killers up top. That yeah. can fucking bang in goals from wherever. And they can hit you on the counter. They got pace. They got all that good stuff. They can move the ball. So it's a really predictable game plan, but it's effective because of the quality at the top of the pitch. So you know what they're going to do. Honestly, I think that the Manchester United game kind of was a good good wake-up call for Arsenal going into this game because they got hit on the counter by uh, Rashford and Fernandez and, and Anthony and all those all those jerks over there. So, yeah, I think that was a good wake-up call for them. And I think, you know, they're going to be very, very cautious because Arsenal plays a high line similar to City. That's why City always has a tough time. So I'm hoping Tottenham doesn't end up to be Arsenal's kryptonite. But the difference in here is this is a rivalry game. Arsenal, anytime they play at home against Spurs, they come out like Terminators. They come out like killers. You saw it last year. We weren't even on good form last year. Smacked them up. It was 3 nothing within 35 minutes. Yeah. We weren't even on good form. We lost three in a row, and then we won three in a row, just barely scraping by, playing bottom of the table clubs, winning one nothing, one nothing, one nothing. So, yeah, I have to go with Arsenal on this. I think this is going to be a very good game. But, but, there's a but. My scoreline is going to depend on the health of. Oh God! Who do you think? I mean, it's fucking obvious. I mean, it's Thomas Partey. Yes, and the score is going to depend on that. If we have Partey and he's healthy and fit and he plays the full, if he gives us seventy-five minutes, I think we win this three-one. I think it's another three-one at the Emirates. I think we win this. I think I think Tottenham's defense has been fool's gold. I see a lot of holes back there, and they haven't played the quality to make them pay. Leicester kind of made them pay. Leicester could have easily had four goals in that last one, but yes, they're a so. fucking mess. 
so I'm, I'm happy you cited the Leicester game. Let me give you the last game that they started with. So we went three in the back. We went, they, or they went, Spurs, Chickens, went Davidson Sanchez, Eric, Deer, Eric Dyer, and Chris Lingley. Uh, they had four across the midfield. Um, their wing backs were Sendicion, the Frenchman, and then Piercic. Sessignon. Sessignon, yeah. Hoiberg uh, and Bentecourt. Say it again. Sessignon. That's what I said. At least you said Sessignon chicken. I think you wanted Sessignon chicken. And then the three up front triangle, Richardson, Gulu, and Kane. Um, so there's a conversation to be had on that front three, right? Son hat trick last game. That was two weeks ago. Scored a free kick for his country, Korea. Yeah, he's balling right now. Internationals. He's on form. Yeah, son's back. Who do you sit? Because Richarlison banged in a few goals for Brazil as well. Yeah, Kulu. Or, or if I want to test the work rate of Kulu. And I'm gonna go ahead and sit Sessegnon and put Kulu nah. in that slot. I would love that. That'd be great for Arsenal, but he he Conte will not do that. Conte is too defensive minded to do that. Kulu would not yeah. play in that wing back spot. It just won't happen. That just goes to show you the way I don't even like the way to do his shit. I don't even know how he would do that. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, I'm looking at this from a FIFA perspective. Like, if I can slide in and uh, more an attacking person there. Conte will just, not do that, though. You know how yeah. he is. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I don't know. Um, what are his other options from a midfield perspective? Because, what? I mean, I'm looking at. He's going to go Hoiberg. Gonna, yeah. Hoiberg's been playing decent. Yeah. I put Hoiberg and Bentecourt in there. Yeah, that's who he started there. I mean, but he doesn't. He's got Basuma, but he hasn't been using him. Um, Spence has him. No, have we found Spence? We 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 put a we put a search party out for him. Did we ever find him? So embarrassing. I mean, mark my words. That's going to be such a conversation at some point. Uh, as this blows up, the, you slap them like you have them winning three one. You slap them. I would say by Christmas, we're having a conversation about how he hasn't been able to get the transfers right. He's bitching about money, but at the same time, he's not even utilizing uh, the player that they got him. And then he's going to come out again, say, I didn't really want him. It's going to always be a thing. This is this is classic Conte. Bitch about the club when he doesn't get his way. I mean, and to a stubbornness so much to where he wins the league and can still say deuces because shit ain't working out from what he from what he wants i mean it's just ridiculous so i'm here for all of it i actually got it being a 3-2 win um i I think uh i think we're gonna see moments of brilliance from sun or kane or both so yeah so you said 3-2 yeah I, i definitely got it being a banger of a game for sure i think we're gonna be scoring goals i really do Depends if they're they're gonna put last game they started Sess and Young, they started him on on left wing back. Mm-hmm. If if it's Sess and Young and Clement Lingley on the right, you, we saw Saka the other day. Saka's starting to hit form. He had two Excellent. assists in the last Premier game. He came in and changed the game the other day for England. He's starting to hit form. Saka's gonna have one young player of the, the year for England. Bravo, Bravo, Saka. Yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. 
if it's Sessegnon and Clement Lenglet on the right side, on the left side, sorry, Saka is going to rip them both to shreds. He's tearing them up. He's going to rip them both to shreds. He will have a couple assists. Odegaard, Martinelli, Jesus will be waiting for those balls across. He's going to have them on skates easily. I've seen Perisic also play on the left side. They might do that to put him on Saka. Go ahead, because we'll just give the ball to Martinelli, and he will do the same fucking shit. I mean, <laughs> Davison Sanchez at, at, at right back. Now, oh, yeah, now, he's horrible. Romero didn't play, so I expect to see Romero probably on that right side. And he's right for Argentina. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So I expect to see him as a right center back. And he's a good defender. So, I mean, things will be a little different. dirty as fuck. I can't stand him. Let oh, me yeah, be clear. Dirty fuck. I got to get it out know, there. They can get in their heads. And there's an yeah. also another big factor on this. For some reason, Gabriel Jesus has four yellow cards. Huh. The guy didn't have any yellow cards. Any. He barely, I think he had one playing for Man City. All of a sudden, he comes to Arsenal now, and he's getting yellow cards left and right. Make that make sense to me. But that's another story. We cannot yeah. have him getting carded in this game because then he will miss Liverpool the following weekend. Oh, shit. Do you start him now? You have to start him. You can't be worried about what could happen. He could play 90 minutes and not get a yellow card. Yeah. He's got to be on his best behavior. And we'll see what happens. You know, if, if we don't have him for Liverpool, we don't have him for Liverpool. But yeah. you cannot not start him in the North London Derby. He's been arguably our best player of the season so far. He's probably waiting for this. This is probably the game on his calendar. I want to make an impact in a North London Derby. Fans, yeah, already, love him. Fans already love him. He gets yeah. two goals in a Derby Derby win. The dude, the dude will be one of the most popular players in England. Do you? Do you, I know the three people that I think are going to score for me? Do you have the three people that are going to score for you? Two from Jesus, one from Saka. I got Saliba getting another goal. <sighs> I mean, it could happen. I got Saliba getting another goal. I it think he's happen. gonna. I think he's gonna body someone on a corner, um, or if they play it short, I think he's. I I, I think Saliba's gonna get him one. Um, I, and I got yeah, Jesus scoring. And then the third, I was just kind of like, I don't know, kind of an open play. It might just be a tap in for someone on the backside. I don't. I don't really know about the third one, but I got. I got Arsenal slapping him, man. I really do. I think this is the weekend where the Conte sit back and just play negative ball and then get their counter to where I almost think there are going to be times where Arsenal would prefer for be okay with Tottenham having the ball and trying to put pressure on them because I mean, their buildup is shit. It's so shit. Like that's not going to happen. If that's going to happen, it's going to be at, 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 it's going to be away from the Emirates at the Emirates. They're going to let us have the ball or a possession based team. They'll let us have possession. They'll let us keep possession. Yeah. So the key to this game is you have to be clinical. Yeah. When you get your chances, you have to take them. That first goal is important. Very important. First, yeah. if we get a goal within 10, 15 minutes, game's over. So, yeah, so I, just, over. I just thought of this, and especially from a neutral perspective, one of the things I'll be watching for, because we haven't played Tottenham yet, 100% how Miguel's planning to try to break them down, because obviously Pep's going to be watching that. Like, what are you doing for that? With how similar we've kind of both started off the year tactically, I would very much like to see, from a neutral's perspective, what the fuck Mikel's going to come out and do and how he's going to try to, you know, 
really go at them. Is he going to go back with, you know, right back being a more of a center back? Is he going to go try to do something a little bit more different? I don't know, but that's, I'm, I'm stoked for that part. Now I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Well, it also depends on how, and I, I guess not because Tierney was playing more of the inverted fullback uh, role. And I think Zinchenko's kind of showed him how to play that role a little bit more. And, and Mikel's like, Hey, that's why we want to play. That's how we want to play. We mm-hmm. want our left back to be inverted, and we want him to play as a midfielder and push Xhaka further up the pitch. So you've seen Tierney starting to do that. Usually yeah. he was, you know, sideline to sideline, running on the sidelines, spamming and cross its kind of uh, left back, yeah. you know, the traditional left back. But you even saw him go more inverted. So this is how they play. They play. They develop those triangles where Odegaard can drive, drive into the middle, and then pass it either left or right, and that's how they play. And then they have Jakob going further up the pitch now, right on the edge yep. of the box. And that's leaving options for lots of scoring opportunities and chances to be created. Because usually Jakob is much deeper. So you have an extra player up there because they entrust Thomas Partey. That's why he's so key. Mm-hmm. If he's not there, they're going to have to, they, they can't let Jakob oh, yeah. come like that. He's got to drop yeah. further and help Sambi because Sambi is not ready. We saw that in the United game. So that's why it's so important because I'm going 3 1. If Sambi's not there, it's it's a it's a draw to me at best. I don't see us winning. I really don't. I think I think it's a two one Arsenal or a draw. I mean, I I hate to say it, but without with Sambi in there, I really don't see us winning. I don't. I see I see us getting a draw, and I won't even ever say we'll get an L at home. But yeah, I, I he was terrible. He was terrible in that Man United game and got completely exploited in the counter. And, yeah. and Tottenham's counter is much deadlier than United, period. Partey's not available. Hear me out. Is he? Is that sad? Uh, well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm giving you scenario. Partey, Partey, Thomas sits. He, he has a Partey at the house. Jaka okay. moves to Partey's role. He's played there before. He's not, a, he's not a DM at all. He sucks. You're not even comfortable with it. You're not. You're he's not, not even a DM. Like, he's not a DM. I'd rather have him there than Sambi and let Sambi play the Jocker role. I think Sambi. Sambi's not a DM either. He he's a, he'll be he'll thrive in that Jocker role because he's a pretty good passer. He's got good vision. Um, his shooting is okay with that. I mean that can improve. He's young. I'd rather see him in that role. It's just honestly, I'd rather see that. But I'm it. It doesn't really make a difference for me in terms of like, is it going to be that much different? Defensively, no, he's not. He, Jock is not a DM. We forced him to be a DM in the past. How's that gone? It hasn't gone well. He makes dumb mistakes back there. No, well, pushing him up the further up the pitch, give away the ball. It's not that big a deal, right? Because it's just it's now it's going across the pitch. You give away the ball back there, it's a yeah. goal. They're gonna make you pay for that. So, to me, it doesn't make that much big of a difference. It honestly doesn't. So it definitely bothers you because I'm gonna tell you right now. If you ask me who the who my backups, if Rodri wasn't available, who my backup CDM was, I'd shit my pants. I'd have to say to you, Gundogan, and that makes me feel cringe as fuck. Who is it? Gundo. Oh wow, yeah. Gundo, who's our backup CDM right now? I don't even know. Exactly, I don't even know. So, I'm just going through the Arsenal news. Um. Do 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 do. AFC hopeful that Thomas Partey, Zinchenko, and Tomiyasu can. What happened to Tomiyasu? When did he get hurt? Do, 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 do. 
do, 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 do. And that was your Arsenal update for the for the hour. <laughs> That's not the news you want to hear. Good. Well, they're well, and it says they're they're hopeful all three will be fit. Odegaard was hurt uh, for the for the Brentford game, but he already played. He was playing with uh, the Norwegian meet. The what do you call him? The Norwegian national team. No, the you Norwegian? call Holland the Norwegian. Norway, no, the Nor- the Nordic Meat Shield. The Nordic Meat Shield. He was playing with the Nordic Meat Shield in, in Norway over the weekend. So yeah, uh, and then Kieran Tierney should be available because he got he got taken out. Of the, the, the The international break is just absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh-huh. It really is. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know what the fuck happened to Tommy Asu. Where, where did that come from? So, I mean, that's not really much of an update. It's they're hopeful. So, I mean, that can go either way. I'd say hopeful is a little more than 50%, but we don't know. We just don't know, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough one. So, that's my that's my game analysis. I think we're going to – I'm going with the 3-1 because I'm saying Partey is going to play. I think they were very cautious with him. They knew the North London Derby's coming up. They said, Partey, you feel anything weird? Pull yourself out of the game, please. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's all it was. Yeah. So I'm hoping he just wasn't 100% to go and he was being cautious. Yeah. Ghana's already in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pointless, yeah. pointless hey, game. So. Hey, hey, Gareth Southgate, are you listening? Are you listening, Gareth? You hear that? They worked with the international team and they said, hey, if you pass gas the wrong way, go sit down, go relax, chill out. What's so hard about that, my guy? I swear if John Stones is out for a long period of time, we should fucking start breaking the toes of Gareth Southgate. Can't stand that fuck. I mean, Arsenal's injury record has always been abysmal. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. They're always fucking hurt. They're always hurt. I mean, you look at this team. I mean, there's injuries otherwhere, but. I mean, I'm looking at Spurs. There's nobody. There's nobody. Uh, we got everybody available. It's just there's, so enough, there's no question. Every, now I'm just finding out Tamiyasu might be hurt. I mean, I don't understand. I, it's I so fucked really because don't. Conte's got infamous for make, like working his players hard exactly. as fucking practice. So what the fuck too, is so going on? I don't know. It's bullshit. It really is bullshit. I can't. I can't stand. I mean, I, I'm. I'm. I'm holding confident. I'm holding. I'm open minded. I'm open on it. And Od- Od- Odegaard didn't really play, did he? Like, he he chilled. I thought going into the international break, he was going with the team, but it was a kind of a thing to where uh, Erling Holland got named as vice captain because he was most likely going to have to st- – well, he was going to start, no doubt. And since mm-hmm. Odegaard was kind of in question, Holland got the, the captain start. And I saw him with the captain band, so I thought – in my head, I literally thought dope for Brian and Arsenal because that means Odegaard's not playing. That means he's just chilling. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, so, yeah. I got 3-1. You got 3-2. We're both looking at Arsenal wins. This should be a great, great matchup. I'm so excited for it. I cannot fucking wait. I'm going to be on one on Saturday. Um, I don't know. We might have to record a special 30-minute you know, recap of the game or something like that. We'll yeah. see if we'll see if uh, O'Leary wants to do a recap of uh, Man U. So we might have to do some different things with the format here. We've been week to week, but yeah, we might have to change it up. You know, when we had those midweek fixtures, we did two podcasts. So we'll be on our toes 
you know, the weather out here sucks. So I'll probably be home all weekend. So yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Gunners slap a touchdown on Spurs emergency pod. We need to drink their tears. (laughs) We need to drink their tears. For sure. And I will be drinking. uh, It'll be 930 a.m. And I will start drinking if we slap. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'll be downing stuff. And I will be I will be reading every Tottenham fans tweet about the game, crying about it. Live streams, all of them, everything, every single one. Exactly. Every single one. So, yeah, we'll start there. And um, I don't know. You want to do the Man U, uh, Man City, Manchester Derby next? Or or you want to just go through the Saturday games and then we'll get to the – Yeah, we'll get there because the next podcast with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get there. The next, the next matchup, if you're going based on time, it's it's Liverpool Brighton, and I think that's actually not going to be a bad matchup. So yeah, we can go into that one if you want. If we're going by time, there's uh one, two, three, four, five. There's five ten a.m. games, which would be what three 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 p.m. Yeah, that would be three p.m. Fucking Amazon's blowing up my shit. That would be three p.m. Uh, UK time. So yeah, there's uh, Bournemouth Brentford. Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Fulham, Newcastle, Liverpool, Brighton, Southampton, Everton. There's a few good games there, actually. I'll be watching. Yeah. A few games. Dude, so, yeah, this like, is a great weekend. It's a great weekend. It's a great weekend. It's a good weekend for the uh, Premier League to come back. There's some good games, especially on Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, let's start with uh, let's start with the, the decent ones, and then we'll get to the better ones. I'm going to go in order of how I'm ranking these games from fifth. The, just just the twelve, the uh, ten a.m. games. I'm gonna go from fifth to first. That's okay. gonna be my ranking. Let's see if you agree with this. The fifth best game in this time slot is pretty obvious. Burnmouth at home playing Brentford. You agree with that? Look them up. <laughs> Burnmouth <laughs> at Brentford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I agree. Out of this time slot, right? I think it's actually a time slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one thousand percent agree. But I actually do think it's going to be somewhat entertaining. I think this is actually going to be a, like a like a two two or a three three game. Yeah, <laughs> we we've been bashing Burnmouth, and so is everybody. Oh, they're definitely going to go down, but they're picking up points and they're beating the teams that aren't in the top six. They're yeah. getting smacked by the teams in the big six. Liverpool smacked them, Man City smacked them, Arsenal smacked them. But they're picking up points elsewhere. This is a home game for them. Brentford coming off a game where, honestly, they looked terrible going against Arsenal. And Brentford's really, you know, they played one game. They played one game in the past month, nah. right? And and Ivan Tony didn't get any time in England. That's another thing we can criticize Southgate on. He calls up Ivan Tony and doesn't, doesn't give him a minute. I mean, that's embarrassing. I'd be pissed if I was Ivan Tony. Oh, yeah. And it's it's shocking because Harry Kane was terrible in both games. He didn't do anything. And I think the game could actually use Ivan Tony. So, you know, he's probably heated against for that, and he's rusty. So that could either go one of two ways. He's either going to show up to Burnmouth on smoke, or he's going to fucking show up off form and just put in another stinker like he did against Arsenal. I, I don't know. I don't know how to call this one. I think it's going to be... I, I think you're right. It will be a decent game to watch. It, it's probably, I only have four devices in my living room. It's probably not going to be on any of my TVs. I'll probably have to catch highlights. I'm going to say Brentford bounce back and get a nice little 2-1 victory here at Burnmouth. 
both teams are looking at each other saying, this is the type of game we need to fucking win because those those big clubs slapped the shit out of us. So let's get it. I'm going 2-2 draw. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely think that Tony's going to feel some type of shade. I think the question's going to come, how was your international break? How, how did you feel about it? And he's just going to kind of come, didn't play. So, you know, I'm ready, ready to go kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, 200%, it's going to be a good game. I got a feeling if you can't, if you're not able to watch it because of the, if you're just limited on televisions, at some point, based on one of these other games, that's going to be kind of a disaster. Not a disaster, just more boring. I'm looking at you, Southampton, Everton. I think it's going to, you're going to just flip the channel and just kind of go to this game because it's going to be kind of at the end, some shit popped off and now, boom, 2 2 draw. Bang. Yeah. The only reason, okay, so we got similar. No, you got a draw. I got a 2 1. And the only reason I'm picking this game lower than Everton Southampton is because Everton have been pretty entertaining in the last few games I watched. Yeah. Their game, their win against who they beat. They beat West Ham, right? I think they beat. They beat yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they beat West Ham. That was a very entertaining game. And then the Merseyside Derby against Liverpool. I was entertained by them. And that's simply the only reason. I'm picking them above uh, uh, Burnmouth Brentford because normally I like how Brentford play, but I got to go with form on this one. Brentford looked terrible against Arsenal. Everton, last two games I've been highly entertained by. They've looked decent. They're picking up points. So, yeah, uh, I picked this one above that one for the 10 a.m. slots. This is my fourth-ranked 10 a.m. game going in order. So, uh, for this one, Southampton's at home. This is usually where they pick up points. But I'm going to rock with Everton. Like I said, they've been a sneaky, fun team to watch these past couple couple uh, games. So I'm going to rock with Everton on this one. I think they're going to get some points, but it's not going to be a three-pointer. It's going to be a one-pointer for Everton and Southampton. I'm going with a 1-1 one, one draw. That's not a bad call. That's not, not a bad call at all. Yeah, um, Southampton's I, tough at home. Yeah, Southampton. See, Chelsea knows that. <laughs> Southampton, I'm actually uh, I got Anthony Gordon scoring but I don't want to go 1-1 draw because you're going 1-1 draw so I have to be a little bit more tactical here because 1-1 draw is a really good fucking call, like that's a really good call, both teams are just going to be a little bit more tactical trying to feel each other out, I think one or two chances get slipped through, they'll capitalize um, there'll be more chances where, you know, I think Southampton, I'm going to have to look this stat up, but I feel like Southampton and Everton are one of the teams that probably get more shots off the post or something pops off and they're just like, fuck. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, all right, I'm going to go 2 1 Southampton because they're at home and I'm trying to be tactical here for points. All right. What what is the score coming into this week? We need to get in a better habit of letting the, the audience know how much I'm slapping you. Yeah, what? yeah. It's your, what? Your... <laughs> all right, all right. Chill out, DMX. So <laughs> it's <laughs> it's currently rest in peace. Uh, yeah, rip. The current standing for the week for the season total is twenty for me, twenty one for you. Oh, it's that close. Yeah. I had, had to crawl back in there with my prop bets. Wow. Okay. Your, your, your points last Let's week really it. killed it. You had eight. I had four. So I was down three. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Yes, it's okay. <laughs> I think we're going to differ here on the top 10, uh, the top three games at 10 a.m. For number three, I'm going Liverpool-Brighton. Oh, my God, because I know what you're going to – oh, my God. Uh, all right. We, what we, would we you go? What that. would you go? Tell me what you would go. We'll talk about that game. <laughs> well, what would you have picked in that third slot, the third best game at 10 a.m.? Because I'm looking at this and how I'm setting up my TVs. I got the 65-inch. Yeah. I got the 47-inch. Yeah. I got the, the laptop, which is like a 16-inch. And then I got the iPad, which is a 12-inch or 11-inch, whatever. So I go on my 4TV. On my iPad will be Southampton, Everton. On the laptop will be Liverpool, Brighton. I'm going. That's how I'm, that's how I'm envisioning this. I don't want to reveal the rest of it because I think if I if I go down this path, I, I don't disagree too much, but I know there's another game that I'm looking at that I feel like from a scoring perspective, it's going to be a little bit more entertaining, I think. I think Liverpool are going to slap Brighton. So I also think that Brighton has something to prove, not that that manager is not there anymore, Potter. I also feel like your hatred for a particular club is having you rank this other game a little bit higher, but I also know... For a hate watching perspective, yeah. For a hate watching perspective, I know that's the game you're going for because you love this other club. Let's be honest, and honesty is the policy here in Premier yeah. Pep Talk. Sometimes hate watching is more fun than watching your team. Oh God, watching! It's watching a, I mean, when, when Arsenal wins, I love it. But you know, yeah. sometimes when they slap Burnmouth three zero, it's expected. Yeah. It's not as enjoyable as watching Chelsea yeah. go to Southampton and get slapped. No, uh, no, or where, where they get, go to Leeds and get slapped three zero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I can't tell you the amount of times in my life after a city win on a Saturday, I have said to myself or looked at my wife and said, "Now all I need is a United loss and it's capped this weekend." I swear yep. to you, I've said that so much in my life. So we're gonna talk Liverpool, Brighton, but what are you gonna? What would you have put in that third slot? I think I know. I, doing. I'm actually gonna put. Uh, I'm, I, I am going to put Crystal Palace and Chelsea in that slot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Liverpool, Brighton at Liverpool. Um, Liverpool's getting healthy at the right time. Of course, they're mm-hmm. getting healthy for when they play Arsenal next week. Got to love it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they're getting healthy at the right time. Brighton's got a new manager. For some reason, I'm thinking – the reason I'm putting them in this third slot, I'm thinking – there's going to be sort of an adaptation for Brighton. They're also 4-1-1, one and, one, and let's be honest, they're not going to keep up that form. So there is going to be a dip here from Brighton. I expect some games where they're not putting in good performances. I don't know too much about their new manager, but I know he ain't Graham Potter. Graham Potter had a great system there. So I expect things are going to be different for Brighton. 4-1-1 is not 4-1-1 one one is not maintainable for Brighton. So I'm expecting Liverpool to have a dominant victory in this one. And that's why it's so important that Arsenal also have a good victory at the North London Derby. And that's going to be two teams coming in to the and unfortunately for us it's at the Emirates next week and we'll talk more about that because that's another big matchup. Yep. But it's important for Arsenal win because I think this is going to be a 3 to nothing win for Liverpool. I got them winning. Like I said their players are getting healthier. I think if they're going to start making statements, it's going to be soon. Not great for Arsenal. And you know which way I'm probably going to lean that way. So they have to pick up a, a, a good win here. And I think, I think they're going to show up. They're going to start picking up form at some point, start knocking in three points. There was a lot of draws coming early in the season. 
So, yeah, this will be a three-pointer for Liverpool and also be a three-pointer on the scoreboard, 3-0, Liverpool over Brighton. Uh, four to one Liverpool Brighton shows some some fight. Um, Brighton's new manager's name is Roberto Deserbi. Okay. Um, apparently he had the acknowledgement or the uh, approval from uh, certain other managers. Pep Guardiola being one of them. Take that as you wish. I don't fucking know. Um, don't know. Don't don't know much much else about the fuck. Um. <laughs> I know he's going to get slapped this weekend. That's what I know. Um, yeah, I I think Liverpool are. I, I put the. I, I want to note this: Brighton are going to score because Liverpool defensively, I think, are still not quite there, and so they're still trying to figure some shit out. I think with the world right now, we talk about a lot with Harry Maguire. Uh, Trent is getting away with a lot of shit right now because of Harry's absolute loserism. Good call. So, so Trent right now is getting away with some shit that, if you ask me, a game like this and giving up a goal could potentially be on him. I mean, we'll, we'll see. So, in in my dream scenario, this game ends up being a three three draw, and the world is like on fire because Liverpool keep dropping points. But I yeah, four four one, I got Liverpool getting it right. If we do get a three three draw, it's going to be this new manager coming in and saying exactly what you said. He's gonna say, hey, all the eyes are on Harry Maguire for being the 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 clown of England. But we know there's a potential for a new clown of England to emerge because Eh, maybe Southgate is going to wake up and not select him for the World Cup. He probably will, but maybe not. But the new manager in Brighton could show up and just go, where, where, wherever Trent is, we're fucking taking the ball his way. Yeah, This is how I'm making a statement. We're exploiting this defensive fraud. Yeah, he's go at him. Tra- tragic on the defensive yeah. side. So that's the way Brighton makes this interesting and keeps this, this alive. If they just go at Go at Trent hard, and he just continues to be inept defensively, which he's been all season. I don't see it happening, but I'm thinking if, if Brighton puts up points, Brighton gets a draw out of this. It's going to be because Liverpool is not clinical, or because you know they keep up scoring with just exploiting them defensively. And Van Dyke still is on bad form. That's the only way that this yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't really. The, the goals are going to be there for Liverpool. I think one of the things that's kind of important is really noting, yeah, I'm definitely talking shit about their, def- their, their defense, but am I putting too much measuring stick comparing it to Holland if I say that it's been disappointing from what I've seen from Nunez? Noodle has to pick it up. I mean, when when is when is that a bad signing? Because the more shit I hear from about Jack Grealish, I just want to start to look at Nunez. So, like, can we just kind of you talking to me? You talking <laughs> I just to me? Wanna, I just want to point out that Noodles is playing like he's ass. It's back to Uruguay. You go. Yeah, back to Uruguay. You go. He, no, he's he's got to pick up. You know, the international break. For players like Nunez, might be a good thing. Wasn't really yep. a great start for you in your first six games at Liverpool or seven, whatever it might be. 
little little international break. Go back to Uruguay, eat some yeah. paella or whatever the fuck you eat over there, and fucking <laughs> take a chill pill. Have a nice uh, have a nice drink, yeah. wind down, and show up with something to prove after that international break. You know, for for guys like Nunez, it might be good. He might come back on smoke. He might bang in a couple goals. Um, we're still going to do that three goal prop bet this week, and we'll do that at the end. But yeah, oh, yeah, it might it might be good for him. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm not completely sold on the guy, but let's be honest. He had a game. He was suspended for three games. He put in a stinker at Crystal Palace. That's four games that are complete wash. He hasn't much seen much Premier League action. I actually thought he was pretty good in the the game he came on. Uh, I think it was the Champions League game against um, Ajax. I think it was that game. He came on and looked decent. So yeah. Um, We'll see. We'll see. I got three nothing Liverpool, and I got. Uh, well, I'll say it at the end because I'm going to take this person for the goals. But yeah, cool. three nothing Liverpool. Next game, number two. Fulham Newcastle. Yeah, and this here's, is going to be a doozy. Here's here's my. I don't know if this is a hot take of the week. I don't know if I'm going to put this in, but when are we going to start going? Hey Newcastle. <laughs> hey Newcastle. When are you going to pick up some some wins? One win for Newcastle. Now yeah. they've gotten five draws, and that's kept them alive. You know, in the table, they're still mid-table right now. But when are we going to go? Hey, Newcastle! I, I thought you guys were the new, you know, the new big six. The new you're going to be flirting in the new top six. What, what's going on here? They, they've been they've been terrible. They've been terrible. <laughs> they've been disappointing. And and honestly, I'm picking a Fulham win here. I like Fulham. I've said this before. They're a good team. They're a solid team. That goal the other day by what's his name? The DM, uh, Paulinha. Yeah, yeah, Paulinha. Sporting. That was a sick goal. Mitrovic. He's been itching to play. He wants to get back in Premier League action. You know, I'm going. I'm going a Fulham at home. I'm going two one, two one win. So a few things that strike me about this game. This could be the game that Newcastle fans basically say, Pochettino in immediately. Right now, tomorrow, whatever it costs. And it's not because Eddie Howe's been bad. Because if you honestly look at this Newcastle team, there's a lot of holes. Defensively, yeah. mm, not that great. Goalie, Nick Pope, was a, had a shocker in England. He's been pretty good in the Premier League. He was terrible in that Germany game terrible in that Germany game. But defensively, there's a few holes. Yeah. Attacking-wise, there's a few holes up there, too. Isak, still not completely sold in him. He's been decent so far. But you really want to put all your eggs in that Isak basket? I don't. Mm-hmm. Same maximum. I don't even think he played last game. I don't know what's going on with him. So, yeah, there's still some holes on this team. But, you know, Newcastle might just be ruthless and say, hey, listen, we spent money. We were expecting to compete for the European spots. And with the way the season's going, Eddie Howe, hmm, we, we, we might not be anywhere near there. We might be battling for 11th and 12th and shit like that. So, yeah, I could totally see it happening. And, and they know there's, there's been a lot of chatter. I said, I told you, Pochettino to Villa is a possibility. I'm yeah. seeing the pundits talk about it now. Yeah. There's chatter. So... Newcastle can go, hey, 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 hey. Pochettino, what were they going to give you at Villa? 
we'll double that. We'll double that with a little extra sprinkles on top. So, so with with you being Detective Matthew and being able to get the hot seat going for all these managers, and pretty spot on with having three to four names that are kind of there, and then eventually seeing one kind of go away. What what do we have with managers that are in? Are you having Poach like being your number one manager that would be in? I mean, a, a list of names would be Zidane. Um, what if even... Newcastle goes for Tuchel? Tuchel. He's got to leave the country soon because he's got a work visa. So they're, they've actually told Thomas he, he's got to get the step in. What, so, if, what if they go after him soon? What if they what if they come here? Mitrovic slaps a hat trick on their heads. Boom, three nothing. Now you're sitting there. One win. One win in eight matches. You're Newcastle, you're saying, hey, we didn't drop the bags this this year that everybody suspected because we got to deal with FFP, which is a joke, but you know, they still have to pretend they care about it. Sure. But what if they say, hey, this isn't good enough, Eddie Howe? You know, you did a good job making us stabilizing Newcastle, right? Pulling yeah. us out of the relegation battle we were in last year. But yeah. we're, we want to act like a big club now. And this is what big clubs do. Thank you for your service. Thomas Tuchel, here, here, here. What are you getting paid? 20-something million over in Chelsea? Here's 30. Come over here to Newcastle. Come up north. We got a blanket. We got a, we got a scarf. We got a gloves for you. It's going to be cold up here. But this money will keep you warm, son. This money will keep you warm, son. I mean, I can see it happening. I, it's, it's a good point by you. I could totally see it happening. If they if they, if they they put a stinker out in, in Fulham and get slapped up, Mitrovic has them spinning. Hat trick, hat trick, hat trick. It could happen, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm going back and forth with what I think it's going to happen. Um, I... With Fulham being home, I, I think I think them winning is is definitely is definitely more in favor in the cards. But I also think that Newcastle have got to be showing some fight coming off of this international break, knowing the status of where they are and how things are going. And again, this is gonna be another tactical move for me. I'm actually gonna go I'm going two to one Newcastle. Two one Newcastle. Okay, so we got two one on opposite sides. Yeah, you yeah. know what? That's I the first time I think we've done that. I'm gonna go back and look, but I think the first time you and I are picking the same score, but it's opposite sides. Yeah, opposite sides. I'm gonna be. I have a question here. Why? Why wouldn't Crystal Palace Chelsea be a good game? It's a London derby. It's a London derby. Right, it's gonna be boring. I don't know. I think Crystal Palace, like they're not like incredibly entertaining, but you know, you oh, know, they're not the boring ones. They're not the boring <laughs> ones. They're, they're not the boring ones out of these two. <laughs> no, good point. Good point. You know, you know, you know, um, Vieira is gonna be set up tactically well in this game. He's gonna that go. Guy's coming for them. He's gonna bro. go. You know what Chelsea wants to do? They want to yeah. dominate possession here. And they're not clinical at all in front of goals. And we could catch Mendy. We can pull them out from the box, and he gets sloppy outside of there. So, yeah, and they're going to hit them on the counter. Ezzy, Zaha, boom. Kind of how they played against Liverpool, except this is a home game. So the crowd is more on their side. The Liverpool game was at was at Anfield. So 
Yeah, I mean, for me, this is a this is one of the better games of the weekend. I'm looking at the schedule and behind the derbies, this is number three for me. Um, you're saying the Chelsea slander I love always. You're saying Chelsea's going to bore us to death, but I, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game because you know Chelsea can be unclinical but still put on a good show. They kind of did it uh, against Tottenham where they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, but they were dominating the game. So. And that was an entertaining game. So I think it's going to be kind of similar to that. Obviously, at the top, you don't have the the exact quality. But you do have Eze, who's a very good player. And you do have Zaha, who is on great form in the Premier League. He's on great, great form. And he's probably ready. You know, they lost to them in the FA Cup semis last year. So, yeah, I think, I think this is going to be an entertaining game. And, you know, it's a tough one for Graham Potter. He's been here for Brighton. But, you know, Chelsea have to start picking up form. And if if you're looking at games outside of the big six, this is a tough one. Going to Selhurst Park, they're going to be ready for football. They haven't had football in a while, right? I don't think Palace played uh, uh, in week eight, did they? Uh, no, no, they were, they they were, were postponed. Yeah, 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 so yeah, they yeah. haven't played in about a month. So their fans are going to be fired up for this game. It's going to be a very – it's a loud atmosphere no matter what. This is going to be like another, you know, opener for them because they've been deprived of football for so long. So it's going to be a tough place to go for Potter. You know, I, I want to say they're going to win, but I think this is going to be another draw. I'm going, a, I'm going a two-two draw. Palace Raha's banging in a few goals, and I'm going two-two. I think it's going to be a highly entertaining two-two draw. It's going to be very similar to the Tottenham game without the absurd calls going Tottenham's way. So I, I got you on the draw. I'm with you on the draw, but I have it going 1-1. I just think it's going to be a little bit more. So here's the thing. Potter is an amoeba, conforms to what people play and how they play, and that's he'll change his formations accordingly. Vieira is I'm more tactical letting you do what you do, and then I'm going to go ahead and kind of attack on the counter, but also press a little bit more because they do press. Mm-hmm. From, like from the back, so I I think that's just going to be a little bit more boring to me. Um, I got I got a one one draw with Go Crystal Palace at home. I think Crystal Palace is going to be knocking for that second goal. If anything, I think there's going to be a Crystal Palace win. Um, but I, I'm going to play it safe and say they don't get that second goal. One uh, one draw is what I got. It was going to be like an off the post by Zaha yes. or something like that. Yeah, One yeah. Or go, man. We had those three points in our hands. They they work it over, and on the backside is Mitchell, and because he made a fantastic run, and it's off the crossbar, and you're like, "Fuck, that was it," kind of thing. I feel the same way, except just with one more goal for each team. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. how I feel, though. But yeah, yeah. No, for me, this you're right. Definitely... That would be a good game. Yeah, you're spot this on is, about this... that. This on the big screen. This is going on the big screen. So I got on the sixty-five inch Palace Chelsea, Fulham Newcastle on the on the on the smaller TV laptop Liverpool Brighton, iPad, uh, Southampton Everton. So that's the ten o'clock games. Let me grab some water real quick because I have a little bit of a sore throat, and I'll be yeah. back. And then we'll talk about West Ham Wolves. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm giving you a couple minutes to get your David Moise anger under control. It's more <laughs> about that than the water. Okay, I need you to breathe. <laughs> Turn your mic off because we don't want to hear your breathing. But, but take a few seconds to to to, to cool down. Because, and and let's remind people. Let's 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 set this up. 
why you're so angry at David Moyes. Your boy here in the, in the top six predictions, he had Wolves coming in fifth. Coming in fifth. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. Breathe on that. I'll be back in a minute. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Go ahead. The floor is yours. David Moyes, number one fan. Preview the game for us. Wolves at West Ham. So he's an asshat. And somehow, some way, I have a feeling that the Wolves are going to be very, very motivated by their inability to finish a game and close a team out. And I don't know, just act like they've played at a high level i feel like the success maybe they're sitting on the success that they had in the last few years with being able to make it to europa and doing their thing but also here's all right i'll say this i think it's it's got to be it's it's got to be fair i gotta be fair okay i gotta be really fair here david I need to has see, stressed i need to see less declan rice dancing and rapping and more getting it right and scoring goals and getting pass efficiency up and amount of dribbles on the ball up and staying healthy. Can you explain um, the rapping and dancing thing? If you're not aware, Declan Rice is like an infamous like uh uh like lip he, he knows rap. Like he's big on old school he's, rap. He's, he's on TikTok. That and like, uh, I think there was a thing out in England that they do where they like all like jumped on this Twitter space and they like during the COVID pandemic, they all like sang these songs and like different celebrities would even come on and do it. And it all became a thing in England and Declan Rice did it. And then like their version of American Idol, he performed like a Run DMZ song or like it might have been like Ice Ice Baby. Um, because <laughs> of his name, you know, Rice Rice Baby. So oh, boy. they had. Uh, 
some so your boy's trying to be an influencer yeah yeah he's just you know too much too much look at me louie too much i'm over here dancing doing my thing and on the pitch i'm actually not dancing or doing my thing so he just needs to get it the fuck right so uh, that's 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 me being critical and fair of the entire club jared bowen i'm looking at you um bundia what the fuck's up um yeah yeah pick it, but he but Moyes got has got to get the most out of this club. He has got to get the most out of these players. What if this he already is, got the most out of this club? You're so okay. Have you seen the roster? Have you look at that roster and you're telling me that roster is is this is it's their quality? A decent club. I'm saying, what if he got the most out of the club? What if the highest? What if was last Europa? year was the peak of the powers for sure. David Moyes? Europa League semifinal. Right around sixth, seventh place. What if that was it? What if he peaked and now we're on the downslope of David Moyes? I think that I think that's I think that's the likely scenario. These are terrible results. One, five, and one. I'll say that again. West Ham is one, five, and one. That is relegation form, my friend. That is relegation form. And we always talk about Wolves and, and how they can't f- finish a slice of pizza. But they're a tough team to play. We we both know that firsthand, right? I'm sure yeah. Wolves have given Man City a few tough games. They've yeah, definitely given Arsenal a few tough games. They are tough. But what have we play. said about the Wolves? What have we said this entire time? You've pointed this out. You've been I on their said ass. They can't finish a slice of pizza. So with that being said, and they find a way to – Finish against West West Ham. Am I supposed to think that's on the players, or am I supposed to think that's on David Moyes? How am I supposed to feel about that? Have or am I asking for Pochettino in if I'm a West Ham fan? That's it's another it's another. Hey, the buzz for Villa's there. Why not West Ham? Why not? But he's got decent players there. You know, it just depends. Like the reason I'm roster saying Villa, roster, who's better? The reason I'm saying Villa, and I'm not saying they're better, but the reason I'm saying he'll go to Villa. Because Villa will pay him more money. Roster to roster, who's better? I mean, I think they're both pretty even, if I'm being honest. I think they both have pretty good rosters for the Prem. If you're ranking rosters, they're right around 7th, 8th best roster in the Prem. I got to disagree completely. Who's better? West Ham. And I think it's by far. I think it's not even close. Not even close? Not even close. Okay. I I think Conga's overrated for Villa. I think Conga, Kanga... That, 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 that. I'll pull him up right now. I was looking at his stats. I mean, if, if we're just going, if we're going from back to front, goalie, I'm taking Emmy Martinez over Fabianski. Fabianski's been atrocious this year. He lost the Chelsea game single handedly for them, even though there was a bad call. And it should Fabianski's be their, their starting keeper. Sucks. He's West Ham, but Emmy Martinez is over in Villa. You're going to tell me you're taking Fabianski over Emmy Martinez? I'm just going. I'm just going back to front. Let's just look at the roster. Start. Let's go. Okay. Let's do it. All right, you hold piss on. me off. No, I'm <laughs> hold on. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up roster here. Let's ju- just pull up last week's game. Go to last week's score. Last yeah, week's, but uh, week eight. West Ham's, I'm looking at it, but West Ham's team that they started is kind of at, like, Cresswell started. Uh, Cresswell's not in my fucking starting lineup. All right. Like, 
Well, maybe they should pick you over David Moyes. Go ahead. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me pull up because I got to see. All I'm right, going we, to tell you. You don't have to go by the exact starting lineup. No, you're right. But like, we're, like, I, I want to like, look at Villa like real Paquette quick. Came on, obviously, he would start in a 10 for, for, for us. But let's look at it. Start Kansa, from, start Kansa, from my front. bad. Fabianski. Over Emmy Martinez, who are you taking there? And I'm not trying to pressure you, honestly. No, go you're up. right. You're you're not you're not wrong. I'm looking at it. I did, I thought Fabianski okay. was their second so let's keeper. Go back four. Yeah, Martinez. So Martinez is is clear. Yes. Okay. Let's go back four. Kufau. Kufau right back. Verse. Ashley uh, Young. I'm taking Kufau. I'm taking Kufau. Hundred percent. Ashley Young's about 38 years old. And yeah. remember when that bird shit in his mouth? <laughs> Remember that? Why would you randomly bring that back up? Wow, we got to get it, that clip on our social point, now. Yeah, it takes a point off. The bird shits in your mouth. You're not on my team. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you can't represent Michael. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's brilliant. Okay, yeah. So, actually, no, um, I'm taking Kufal. Go. All right. Hold on, hold on. Uh, a back two of Kurt Zuma. And is this their other center back? Who is it? Uh, Kerr. I'm going to have to pull it up. But I think. Or are, you, only... are you going Tyrone Mings and Kansa? I'm not going Kansa. Overrated. I'm actually okay with going Mings. I You're think going I... Mings and Zuma. Mings is a left, yeah. left, uh, left-footed left center back, right? And then you're going Zuma. So yeah. so right now right now we're pretty even. Left back, Cresswell for Villa. For for West Ham, sorry. Cresswell for, for West Ham. Or if you're looking on Villa's side. Digne. Uh, Digne. I'm going Digne. Sorry. Lucas Digne Hold is on. a better player. There are I don't disagree with that particular breakdown. But where is West Ham doesn't have another option at left back? And whose fault is that? It ain't mine. So we're we're even now. Right now you're looking at you're looking at three players for Villa, two for West Ham. Right? Am I right or am I right? Yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> right or am I right? All right. Kamara. Midfield. Kamara, Jacob Ramsey, John McGinn. I'm and only taking Paqueta in there. Oh no, sorry. This is this is Villa. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. McGinn, Kamara, Ramsey. I'm and, taking and, and Buendia. So we'll do a four. No, how are we doing this? Yeah. So the midfield options. Let's let's go this. You have to pick three midfielders, but I'm going to give you four from each side. McGinn, Kamara, Ramsey, Buendia. Okay. Now I'm going to give you West Ham's four, and you have to make a three-man midfield out of this. No. And we're going Paqueta, Fornells, Suchek, Rice. One hundred percent, rice. One hundred percent, paquete, and one hundred percent. Hold on, wait a minute. You 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 got me you got me fucked up. Gotta, with you got to pick West three. Man. You got to pick yeah. three. You're not you're not picking Suchek. Suchek's been awful this year. He and has Fornals is atrocious. So forget forget Fornals. Sorry, I messed that up. It was Suchek, paquete, rice. And then for, for Villa, you have Ramsey, McGinn, um, Buendia, and Kamara. 
So you have to pick three out of those seven players. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. Paqueta that, and Rice is in my midfield as well. There, Here's my three midfields, three midfield players. Declan Rice, Lucas Paqueta, and I'm going Maurizio Lanzini for West Ham. Mm-mm. Not a bad shot. Not a bad shot. But I'm not going that direction. I'm going Paqueta, Rice, and then I'm going for um, – I'm McGinn. going for McGinn. Yeah. He, yeah. He's been on McGinn's that the only one. I'm still taking him. I'm still taking McGinn because I think he's a good he, – I think he's really good. I think he's a good player. He's the only one I rate out of them. Yeah. he he's He's been on terrible form, but I'm still picking him on, on, on my midfield. Lanzini, yeah, good player, but I don't know. I would take McGinn. And then up front, who are you going up front? For Villa, Antonio Stryker. For Villa, you got Danny Ings, Ollie Watkins. You got Leon Bailey. And you got uh, Coutinho. And then for West Ham, you got Mikel Antonio, Skamaka, um, Jared Bowen, Bowen. Fornells. I'm going Bowen, Antonio, and Coutinho. And I'm only saying Coutinho because of the fucking name. I actually think I could probably find better reasons why to not go with him. Let me look at West Ham one more time. Yeah. I, I, for me, for me, I'm putting probably, I mean, I love Antonio, but his best days are behind him. Uh, Skamaka, I have not Be seen careful. enough. I have not seen enough. So I'm putting Danny Ings at striker. Holy shit. I'm putting Danny Ings at striker. Holy and on, shit. On the wing, have you seen enough of Danny Ings lately? On the wing, I'm putting Coutinho on left wing. Even though he uh-huh. hasn't been actually, I'm putting Leon Bailey on the right and I'm putting Bowen on the left. So it's pretty much dead even. Pretty much dead even. Out of eleven, it's like six and five for both of us. So you said they're Fuck much, this. I'm taking Coutinho out. Well, I'm putting Ben Rama in. Fuck that. So you said you said it's much better, but it's 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 pretty much dead even. It's not the much West Ham roster is clear, man. The West Ham roster is clear to me. It's not it's just clear. Ben Rama, I can only pick a head, like three players max from that roster, and one of them's a fucking keeper. Well, you picked five. Nah, fuck that. Coutinho's coming off. I re I rethunk it. So it's it's seven four. So that's a little bit more one sided towards West Ham. But come on, you, you if you can't... super sub, if you super sub Coutinho, I'll, I'll consider him then. Exactly, but... you're putting better players on the bench there. I mean, it's a pretty even thing to me. And and back to the whole point. Back to the whole point. If you're West Ham, you're going to notice if they lose this game, it, it's time to get David Moyes out. You cannot be losing. Yeah. A, if you're one five and one, you cannot lose a game at home to Wolves, yeah. who, like we said, they can't finish a slice of pizza. You yeah. give every Wolves player a slice of pizza. Some are leaving crust. Some are leaving cheese. Some are taking the pepperonis off. These fucks, they can't finish anything. <laughs> you cannot drop points to Wolves at home. Like I said, they're a tough team, which is why I'm predicting a one to nothing West Ham win. Gee, you so this is going to be boring to you. It's yeah, yeah. What, what Wolves? It's it's always the same with them. They defend okay. well. They'll have about ten. They'll have about five good chances, and they won't convert one of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same story with them. And I'm yeah. not going away from that because I haven't seen anything different. It was the same with them last year. It's the same with them this year. 
And until they prove me wrong, I have to go with that. And I just can't see West Ham going one six and one to start the season, or 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 one five and two. Like I said, that's relegation form, my friend. No, no, and if no they don't fucked. pick up the three yeah. points here. You have to consider getting Moyes out, Pochettino in, or somebody like that. Tuchel will never go to West Ham or Villa. But oh well, Moyes fucks my picks if they lose this week. If we lose this week, we, we cannot. It's it's at this point. I I think it's you have to take them out of the, the top six. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. There's no way we can go back into the year going into the World Cup. There's no fucking way I'm going to be comfortable with that prediction. So fuck that. Yeah, I got West Ham winning two to one. I think it's going to be close. You got them winning one nothing. Um, I got two to one. I actually think Wolves are going to put one in, put a little bit of a scare. I got West West Ham tightening up the cheeks and putting in a second goal. Um, sh- should that not be the case, Moy should should before he even finds a way to get off the pitch, like they did my boy Herman Edwards down at Arizona State, firing him before he even got off the field after a loss. It should be the same way with Moyes. You lose this game, you don't even make it to the locker room, my guy. Thank you for your services. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, next, next, as the Sunday games, we're going to start backwards. We're going to start with the 3 p.m. game and work our way back to the 9 a.m. game, which is the Manchester Derby, and then we'll end there. Uh, Leicester, Nottingham Forest, a true relegation battle for the ages. Yeah, I don't care about this game at all. I will have plenty of TVs available for it. The Giants will be playing. And uh, I don't think I'll be watching this. I have to be honest. Leicester and Huntingham Forest. This is a relegation scrap. It's at the King Power. And uh, like I said, do not care either way about this. But you have to think Leicester's going to pick up some wins this season. This has to be one of them. At home, Nottingham Forest, another team playing absolutely shocking football. Uh, yeah, I think Leicester's going to pick up the win here. I think it's going to be a 2-1 Leicester win. I got one nothing. It's going to be boring as fuck. It's disrespectful that we even spend time talking about this game. These motherfuckers, there are championship games that are better right now. There are games in La Liga, sure. too, that I saw during international break that were actually playing that were more entertaining. And I thought to myself, let me look at the fixtures for the upcoming weekend in the Prem. Because while I was watching these games with my granddad, he was actually saying to me, this is kind of interesting. This is a little bit more fun. They were kind of like really putting pressure. They had some like really innovative uh, uh uh, free kick moves and shit. It was pretty dope. This game's going to be an absolute fucking library dole fest, and I'm not looking forward to it. Fuck this game, but I got it being one nothing Lester. The fact if we go any further than this, it's going to. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Move on. Leeds Aston Villa. Yeah, I obviously don't rate Aston Villa right now, and I actually yeah, fucking think they're, they're horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I I got the roster fucking less than West Ham. That's for damn sure. Leeds win this game. Um, Marsh is going to be winning this game, and we're going to be thinking as Americans, should he be our manager? Um, mm, is that your yeah. hot take of the week? I think it's going to be my hot take possibly for the end of the year. I think if he has a good enough year, he's going to slot in, especially if he has a good enough year and we absolutely shit the bet in the World Cup, 100%. We're going to be giving him a call. I'd imagine so. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Marsh for uh, U.S. manager. 
do you leave the Premier League to coach Team USA? That's the question. Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know about that. Uh, I, I'm sure he would want to do that. He's American. It's probably his dream. Um, yeah. But is it something you do after the World Cup? I don't know. But you know, he could. I guess. I guess if you're looking at it, they can say, "Hey, come, come, come in the summer. There's no major tournaments coming up. Finish your season with Leeds." Come to us in the summer and get started, get rolling. We'll look forward to Copa, uh, not Copa, Gold Cup and stuff like that. And uh, we'll get you going for that. But, yeah, it, it'll definitely be interesting. Uh, this game leads as a Villa. Decent game. Both teams play decent football from time to time. Uh, Villa, obviously, you know, we've been banging on Stevie G all year. When is he going to go? I don't think it's going to be this game. I actually see Villa picking up a good road win here. I think it's going to be a three to one Aston Villa win. Three to one Aston Villa win. You know, Leeds Leeds got off to a pretty decent start, but Rodrigo got hurt and they've been slipping ever since. So I think their poor form is going to continue. I think they'll pick up form at a, another point in the season and try to avoid relegation, but they're in poor form right now, and I think that's going to continue. I think Villa will come in and score some goals. And we'll be saying, hey, you know, maybe CVG figured it out. Eh, guess what? He didn't. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Coach Marsh is listening to all this. And when he slaps Villa this weekend, because I have them winning two to one, I'm telling you right now, he's calling you a communist. Okay. All right. Well, relegate me then from the United States. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go. It's going to be a doozy. Nah, we need something more hype. We need to get some hype music. Manchester yeah. Derby, baby. Manchester Derby. Let's fucking go. I'm amped. Go ahead. Are you amped for it? I'm, I'm hyped for it. Obviously, all my excitement's going towards another Derby over the weekend that we already talked about. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for it, though. Anytime we see a, a, a Derby at this level, like we said, it's not, the rivalry's not as big, but it is still a rivalry. And Man City have came in and said, hey, Manchester's ours for the last decade, pretty much, if we're being honest. And, you know, people are more positive about Man U. You know, 4-2. and two. Started off 0-2. Now they're 4-2. and two. Haven't played in a while, though. They had a game canceled. They had a good win against Arsenal, and they were not able to build on that because of the Queen's death. So, yeah, they've been out for a while. And in that time... No football from Sancho. He didn't get selected. Rashford, not selected. Harry Maguire, selected. But everybody was questioning why. He looked terrible. He won't be playing. You know, other guys were playing on international break, but I think I think that was a, that break there was not good for them. And you're coming off a long break like that, and you're playing Manchester City. Who's going to be up for this game at the Etihad? I don't see this being a competitive game. I'm being very honest with you. Holy I think shit. I think this is a game where they're going to get slapped. And as we know, I picked Man United for the top four. So I don't think it's going to be a game that's going to start them on a downward spiral again, kind of like how they started the season with those two awful losses. But you're coming off a long break like this, and I don't think that was good for United. They had some good momentum going. And coming off that long break and playing Manchester City – and you know Manchester City, they are not even firing yet. They're probably going to get firing soon. I think it's going to be a big – the last couple derbies, 
you know, have been ugly. They've been training sessions for City. City haven't even tried and handled them 2 nothing, 3 nothing, shit like that. So I think this is going to be another dominant win for City. You know, there's going to be a lot of, oh, did we get too hyped off Man United's little run? You know, did we get too hyped off of it? Because I see City winning 3 to nothing. Go ahead. The floor is yours, City fan. International break brings some potential lag in in comfort and lag in chemistry early on, but it tends to come together with the teams that have been doing it a little bit longer. It comes to them quicker, right? That's that's pretty clear to say. I think that's safe to say in almost almost anything. Ten Hag squad hasn't been doing it as long as City squad has been doing it. So the international break is going to be a little bit more kind of hurtful to them as opposed to us. Now, I also think with it being a derby, everyone's going to come in amped. Everyone's going to come in and kind of do their thing. Depending on that environment and depending on that atmosphere, I'd imagine the higher the tension gets, the higher the moment gets, the more it plays in favor of City. Because United don't have the unison mindset to where they're going to have the players all bought in. Tensions rise and Bruno acts out and gets the yellow. Fred acts out and gets the yellow. Dino's no longer there. The person that's going to get the yellow for us is maybe Rotary, which, I mean, he's pivotal for us. So I I, I think if that were to happen, it favors City. Um, now it's a derby, so I do have United scoring. I don't I don't think Harry Maguire plays. Akanji starts for us. I want Ruben Diaz starting for us. I would like to see Jao right back. I would like to see Sergio Gomez at left back. I don't think I'm going to see that. I need Rodri at the CDM. Like the sun coming up tomorrow, every City fan knows that he's starting at CDM. No problem. So long as he comes back healthy and everything's good. Erling Holland will start and Erling Holland will score. I am afraid of the potential defensive lapses with how much ball dominant we want to be in up front. Um, the main thing that really scares me is momentum and belief early on. Should United get an early lead, you've seen City all year be able to bounce back, either get a draw or on most occasions get that dub. It won't happen in a derby. I do not think that that would be the case. I think Ten Hag and most of those players, McTominay, should he play? Um, they, Casemiro, should he play? Actually, he should start Casemiro, to be completely honest. Casemiro is a little punk bitch who had a, you know, we had a hard time with in the Champions League who had all those fouls and didn't get a fucking yellow card. So I think if I'm United, I'm starting him. But I'm early. It, it all depends in the first 10 minutes. If in the first 10 minutes, United come out and get a goal, we are fucked. We are fucked. It's going to be a long day. Fucked. Yeah. If United get a goal, I don't really see that being a problem because I think you guys are going to dominate possession enough either way, whether you're playing from behind. And we've seen yeah. you guys go a goal or two down already. Yeah. We've seen you guys do that. Champions League. Yeah. Champions League. Dortmund. You guys were down. Come back, score two bangers. We've seen that resilience. So for me, going a goal down, eh, that doesn't do anything for me. Then I'll, I'll have it 3-1. 
Man City. <laughs> that, that's all it does for me. Your hesitance with this team this year. I see City's just a different team. They are. Yeah. Holland, this first Manchester derby for Holland. The he dude's scores. gonna come back. The dude's gonna come back from international break in yeah, a scores. derby game. His first Manchester Derby. Yeah. Dude's gonna be on one for sure. On one for it, sure. It it's scary for us, Brian, because I, it's the thing about a city and here if you if we would have started this pod last year, you would have heard a completely different different arrogant type of mindset bouncing back from that Champions League disaster going into the season with the club and where we were with a false nine and comfortable with we didn't get a striker, but we know what the mindset is going into the season. We're fine. You would have had me a completely different. We're okay. We lost to Tottenham week one. I'm not that stressing it. We're Gucci. We never had a chance for an invincible season. You have an invincible season. Do you have an invincible season? We don't. Do you? We don't have an invincible season. So, yeah, we're, there's that. I wasn't. I was. I was very confident and comfortable this year. The amount of players lost and the amount of players brought in lacks the chemistry. But it's a little bit of a rejuvenation. It's a little bit of a. We know who our target man is. Phil Foden was playing well going into international break. You know, I'm still. I see Mares starting. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Riyadh doesn't deserve it, even though he scored a goal for Algeria. I'm pissed. So. It, it, I don't know what Pep's going to do, but I worry about a great, great start. We need a great start to ensure the victory. How are you lining up? I'm going Holland up front, Kevin in the midfield, Rodri at CDM. I'm actually going not Bernardo. I'm actually going Gundogan in the midfield. Bernardo gets the right wing spot. Phil Foden left wing. I'm going uh, left back. Sergio, but again, the left back, my back line, I got to always put an asterisk. This is who I don't think he's going to start. This is my dream, and I'm always going to say it because I think we would shine so well with this group. Jao at right back, right back. Uh, Ruben Diaz, Akanji, Sergio Gomez. I want that back four. Laporte and Stones are out, not healthy. Nathan Ake played, but I think it's this for this game. Nope, I I need I need different. So yeah, that that's my start, and obviously Eddie in the back. Eddie, you sure you don't want Ederson in the midfield? <laughs> oh my god, I'm not even gonna. He's, the, not be, even gonna he's the best ball player on City, dude. You didn't hear? That guy's an absolute yeah. moron. <laughs> That guy's an absolute moron. I don't even know his name, and it's right that I don't know his name. But to think that Ederson can play midfield for us just because he's got absolute. Uh, well, we're referencing is some bum on AFTV. On uh, I think his name was Jordan AFTV. And shout yeah. AFTV. Don't get me twisted. I love the love shit. AFTV. I eat it up. Ties I love. It. Yes, they're all legends. The what they've well, done, what they've created. He said yeah. Zinchenko is not as good and on the ball as Ederson. And Ederson could play in the midfield. <laughs> he could start in midfield for ten Premier League teams. Fucking moronic, beyond moronic. It's not even. I so love that's what Ederson. I was referencing. But come on, man! You can't even. You can't even do that. No, no. I mean, <sighs> it was a ridiculous take for sure. Two thousand percent. I love his passing. Don't get me wrong. I love the sweeper keeper, but I, you'll also hear me criticize him. You also hear me criticize Ederson. I actually don't think from a from a 
shot blocking perspective, I don't think he's I rate him as high as other as other keepers. Um, even in the Prem, there are some others that I take. Honestly, yeah, for sure, for sure. But you know, modern day, modern day football, they they yeah. they would rather you be a better on the ball player with the ball yeah. at your feet than be a better shot blocker. Now you can't yeah. be a terrible shot blocker, but if yeah. you're like seven out of ten shot blocking, and you're a nine out of ten with the ball at your feet, they'd rather that than a nine out of ten yeah. shot blocker and a six out of ten with the ball at your feet or a five out of ten. That's just how yeah. they want to play now. Arteta, same thing. Ramsdale. Looks like the best shot keeper in the world some games. Other games, he's getting beat near post. He's making stupid bonehead mistakes, but the guy makes good works out the back, and that's how they want to play, possession-based. They want everybody on the team to be good with the ball at the feet. So. And he's not bad at pinning it himself a couple times. I've seen him be able to pin it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he's But it's hit or miss. There's some games he can look yeah. terrible, terrible. But either way um, – yeah, I just I, I see this being an easy win for City. I think I think when we play at Old Trafford, it might be a different story. But at the Etihad, I think Erlen Holland's first Manchester derby. I just think they're gonna come and handle business on to the next one. I fucking I hope so. That would make me a lot make me feel a lot better. But um, yeah, I don't I don't have that confidence, and I. The derby and what and what it brings with the possibility of of and it's not it's a it's a ten hag team that's not afraid to go at you. Yeah. And I think Bruno's gonna be hyping up. I will say the Bruno Shithousery is a little bit mitigated with us having Portuguese Portuguese players on there that kind of boss him around. Like Ruben Diaz don't have don't play that shit. So but Bruno, while he's no. gonna try some shit, it's not gonna fly as much. Also, I gotta call out Diago uh, 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 Delo. He recently had a nice little goal and some time during the international fixture. So, catch us on a counter and he pushes. I would not be surprised, man. I'm telling you, they they have. I'm afraid to say. I think your 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 projection of where United could be going is is not far from what could be the truth. Because as much as I want to hate on them. Like your hatred for Chelsea, but they really are shit, and they're going nowhere right now. Um, that that's the reality of it. My hatred for for United, it's valid because they haven't done shit. But I do think the climb looks a little bit more to the potential. Yeah, so that's it, and I got three one. What do you? What was your final score? I got three nothing. Sorry. Yeah, you got three nothing. I got three one. All right, so it's kind of similar there, but we'll see. Let's do some prop bets and end this. Uh, I didn't. I, I don't really have a hot take of the week, to be honest, uh, and I'm not going to force it. Uh, I don't think we should force a hot take. I don't really have one. You kind of yeah. had one. It was uh, Marsh, the Leeds manager, will be called. Will be called is kind of more for the year, but it was your hot take for this week, so we can pin it for this week. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't want to force it. If you don't have one, you don't have one. Uh, but we have to do our – what we're going to do every week for extra points for our little head-to-head challenge that we're going on, on uh, picking the games. We're also going to do pick three scores. You got to, you got to, if you're, you're, all your three of your guys score, three points. And then if two of them score, two points, one, one, one point. So it's a way to get little extra points. Um, so who are you picking? I picked last week. I took Holland. You can go this week. You, you want to go one pick one? extra pl- You can pick players again. But if you pick a player, you can't pick him again the following week. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. 
Makes sense. So let that be clear. That means you can't pick Holland, Madison. I can't pick. Or yeah, Isaac. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And I can't pick Tony, Kane, or Kevin De Bruyne. Correct. So I am going to go Holland. Do you want to go one-to-one? Like yeah. I pick one, you pick one, you I pick one. I did it last time. Okay. So I'm going to pick all three of my players? Or no, are no, you no. Gonna pick One and one. Okay. Sneak draft. Cool. I got Holland. Okay, well that was obvious. Um, I'm going my boy, Gabby Jesus. Hey yo, that's that's yeah. But I think both of them are scoring 100. I'd agree with that. Um, I got Mohamed Salah. I was actually going to pick him. Good steal. Um, I'm going to go. Where am I going with this? Damn. I don't know. I'm a little. Oh wait, let me pull up the right games first because I had the wrong match week up. So yeah, I'm looking at the games when I said. Okay, cool, cool. Wilfred Zaha. Mm. For my last player, I'm going. I'm going. You're not gonna like it. I'm going uh, Huming Sung. Sonaldo. I hope not. I hope not. And for me, I'm going with. Mitrovic. Mitrovic is bagging. God, he, he's he's a little bit of a robot himself, dude. If Holland wasn't in the league, we'd be talking a lot more of Mitrovic. Yeah, we're still talking about him. I I, I was going to say, too, he's going to get both goals because I predicted 2-1. I think he's going to get yeah. two. I think he's going to – obviously, he ain't going to keep pace <laughs> with Holland, but he, yeah. he's going to have a 15-20 to 20 goal scoring season for sure. I see it happening. You had a 2-2 draw with uh, Crystal Palace, Chelsea, so you have Zaha scoring out of that. And then you have, obviously, your Arsenal squad slapping the shit out of Spurs 3-1. So you got Jesus scoring in that. Yeah, that, that's pretty solid. Yep. That's pretty so, solid. We'll see. And uh, prop bet of the week. Let's do cards for the Arsenal-Spurs game. What's the over-under? And, and uh, we'll pick an over. We'll pick an under. Five and a half. It's risky, right? It's risky. Do what other than Jesus? Do we have anybody else who's kind of like on card watch? Let me look at cards for the year so far. Because no, I, I feel like that. that it's going to play a role. I feel like there could be a red card in this game, and I'm hoping it's on the other side. But I feel like this is going to be a real heated game. And you got Rich Arliss in there. He's a clown. You got. Uh, 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 Christian Romero, he's another clown. Hoiberg likes to start shit up. So I, I could totally see there being a red card. Hopefully it's on the Tottenham side. I would love to see a Richarlison red card in like the 40th minute. He has a Darwin Noodles moment. And, um, yeah. But I, I'd say five and a half cards overall for both teams. Is that too low? I don't, I don't, I don't think that's too low. I mean, it's a fight. It's an absolute I so mean, are you going over? Dash. No, I'm. I'm. I would. You going at five, four? So you're going under. You say five and a half. Mm-hmm. I would go under. All right, I'll take the over. I'm taking six exactly. There'll be six cards in this game. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to jinx anybody or anything yeah. like that. But there's going to be a lot of cards in this game, and I think it's going to be right around five or six. So whoever wins it is going to be right on that cusp of that five and a half. 
So that'll be our prop bet of the week. And yeah, that's it. Like I said, we might record a preview, another, another more of a, from a Manchester United view. And then you and O'Leary can go at it. We might record that Friday. If not, we'll try and just have them on for the recap of these games next week. We might hop on Saturday after the North London Derby, after the, you know, after the 10 a.m. games and just do a quick 30 minute on Arsenal Spurs. We'll see. And all weekend, Premier Pep Talk Twitch will be streaming. I'll try to get on oh, yeah. tomorrow with you. Uh, tonight is definitely not going to happen, but maybe tomorrow or Friday I'll try to hop on there with you and play as well. So, but if not, Orlando will be streaming FIFA on Twitch. And uh, yeah, you're pretty good at it. I was watching you a little bit. So, yeah, definitely check out our Twitch channel. We'll link it in the bio of our podcasts. Anything else? Any other parting words? No, no. I mean, best weekend that we have up front, uh, uh, upcoming, I think, so in a long time. So I'm, I'm stoked for it. Fucking enjoy it. Stay safe. Stay dry. Yes. About it. Stay safe, Florida. Premier Pep Talk, Episode 7. We out. Yeah. Later. Peace.